0: Welcome uh, to the latest episode of in-game sports NFL. Today we're going to be looking at the second episode of Hard Knocks. Tristan, are your feet circumcised? <laughs> I
1: was going to mention that as well. Can I just say another famous comment from AB, especially after the basketball comment last week, I don't know if you remember that, <laughs> but his face of seriousness, man, this guy's for real. He's like, yeah, they're real, they're really circumcised, right? Like, yeah, yeah, for real. But um, no, I I think that was another famous moment from the guy. Um, Obviously, when he posted his feed on uh, Instagram, you could see that they were kind of shredded. Uh, Yeah, not not a pretty sight to see. And I wish the best for his recovery. But um, yeah, how he kind of handled that whole situation was kind of a, a joke in itself, I'd say.
0: Man, and when he talked about how they there was it was like using scissors and draining it. Oh man, I was thinking like, this kids watch this? I don't want to know about things being like cut off and draining. And his feet look disgusting as it was, man. He got, yeah. got a He's got a crazy big toe, no offense. <laughs> right?
1: Yeah, he's. I mean, weird feet aside, um, gotta say, why would you put that on Instagram? I mean, you know, it's it's not a pretty sight. I understand he wants to show in a way that he has an excuse for the cameras and everything, but um, I don't know, those things stick around on the internet forever, and to be honest, I don't want my feet looking like that around, so uh, I don't know, props to him maybe for bravery or maybe a bit of a stupid move from his side, but uh, I wasn't a big fan of that, to be honest.
0: Oh, man. It was, <laughs> I just had to laugh, man. But it, it was good. Too. It was, like, it was, the episode was better, but the funniest, the best person in the episode, let's that's not even the night. It, it's it's got to be. We'll get we'll get to the rookies a little bit later on. It's got to be John Gruden, man. Like his how we, his metaphor is bro. Without AB, it's like playing golf at the Bastards with one ball. <laughs> <Which> <laughs> you play with a golf is one ball, right?
1: <laughs> I mean, Gruden as well. Like you can tell that he's getting fed up with the whole AB situation. Um, I, I think he's you know he put all of his eggs in one basket. Uh, by the looks of things, in A.B.'s basket, that being. And he's getting away with, with pretty much everything, let's be honest. I know the uh, end of the second episode showed us that A.B. was coming back to camp, you know, going back to the room and everything. But uh, I don't know if you've kept uh, informed with the news stories, but, you know, the the GM, Gruden, everyone's putting um, statements out there saying pretty much, concluding how fed up they are of the whole situation. And they hope AB eventually joins them. Mm. They they, uh, backed him for the whole helmet situation, for his feet situation. Uh, I mean, Gruden even, you know, said on camera, hard knocks that, yeah, it's a a real injury. Um, You know, whether that's up there with ACL or something, I'll let uh, the viewers, uh, listeners in this case, decide on that. I personally think, you know, it was a bit dramatized. Mm. But... um, yeah, we'll, we'll see, we'll see. Uh, I'm really intrigued to see the third episode in terms of everything's been building up, right? First uh, episode and second episode has been building up to AB finally being there. Um, and it looks like he won't even, yeah, that won't even be the case. So um, I'm not, yeah, not a big fan of the whole AB scenario uh, at the moment.
0: <laughs> but and then bro, I just, just, just top it off. I love how... Oh. <laughs> I know, sorry, I can't even bring it out. But they did the initiation, bro, and like how you saw him just staring at the back with his hair like plaited down as they were singing. Like <laughs> I was like, oh, this is like you know when you bring your grandpa. <laughs> you got the wrong glove, you know. Like he took a right turn with the left. I'm just saying, like the first the first song by what's it called, the, the slot receiver Renfro. Is yeah. not very impressed. can not lie. There was no rhythm, no beat. I, I, if I was like judging it. I would have given him a solid 4 out of 10. No offense. He's
1: such a nice guy. Like, you can see on his face. He was one of those nice kids that was kind of shy, didn't speak a lot. Um, and I feel like he almost has that character. He has a very bullyable character. Um, and I think, you know, it's, it's nice and sweet and whatever. But in an NFL locker room... I don't know if it gives off, you know, that great um, an impression. Also, as a receiver, you know, where you have people with so much swagger, so much, you know, confidence and everything, he didn't seem like the most, uh, you know, ferocious one out there. That's for sure. So, yeah, his <laughs> <laughs> singing also very suspect. I agree with
0: that. Exactly, man. And then we are. Uh, let's. I guess we got. We got to kind of get to uh, then the defensive end, who broke his hand. <laughs> To be fair, fair, play for his song. His song was good. I'm gonna give him that. I enjoyed that. Mm-hmm. And the whole and the whole team kind of got into that. Let's let's be fair. Like that's not uh, like that's a big step. <laughs> but man, he I thought he was pretty good. I liked him. What did you think of him?
1: I think he's really good. Um, it was really nice to see him coming in at defensive end uh, because they drafted a defensive end. Sorry, I can't seem to remember his name early on in the round. And I remember watching clips of him versus the Rams, and he was struggling, man. Um, I don't know whether um, it was effort or not, but he wasn't putting his shoulder low. He was getting bullied on the line. Um, so it was nice to see um, this guy come in, you know, make a make a big of a big, big impact. Sorry, he was fifth round, I believe, drafted. Um, so you know, his chances of making the roster are much more difficult. And even with a broken hand, you know, he got that fixed out. He got that plastered in. And uh, he, he went and got the next snap. Um, whether or not, I understand he's fighting for a roster spot. Uh, whether or not that playing with a broken hand uh, in a game is going to come back to haunt him, we'll see. Mm. But uh, I'm really rooting for this guy, man. Seriously, I, I love I love seeing the underdogs. Everybody loves an underdog story. And I think it's a very similar situation with Keelan Doss, uh, mm. the wide receiver. Very much an underdog, uh, undrafted coming out, you know, making plays on the uh, Marcus Joyner, serious veteran there, mm. um, you know, speaks when he's meant to uh, speak, very down to earth, very relaxed kind of vibe. Um, and but his problem was consistency. So, you know, I especially in a position like receiver where consistency is absolutely key I mean, if you look at, for example, Mike Evans, now he's, a, now he's an absolute beast, right? Mm. But especially in the first years uh, when he was starting out, he, he's an absolute athletic monster and everything, but his hands were susceptible. And so that's why, you know, if he gets those in check, I think, I think he can seriously make the 55-man rotor from what they've been saying. Um, and watching his uh, touchdown pass, sorry, his touchdown reception, can I say with Nathan Peterman?
0: Peter Mann. Peter TV. Mann, as Ruden says. Not Peterman, Peter Mann. Peter get right Mann.
1: Getting the reception. So that's nice for him as well to get that in the books, get you that preseason uh, results out there. So yeah, it's great for him. I'm t- I feel good about this guy.
0: I mean, going back to Kilendos, as Ruden said, shit, I'm more excited to see you play than I have to see my wife. And I ain't seen you in two <laughs> weeks. <laughs> Bro, man. <laughs> they were talking about the uh, girls and everything, bro. Like, how many girls you go coming out? Like, I got a couple. Oh, I had to laugh, man. Oh, it, mm. it, it was pretty good. To be fair, Gruden really brought his A game this week, I think. Like, when he said, I should stop cussing. And then the next line, he said he was cussing again. He's, it was, I mean,
1: oh. yeah. I mean, I think Gruden is taking, if I'm honest. Um, I, I talked about in the first episode how he was being a bit you know, saying one thing and acting the other, that being talking about being people's nightmares and being the tough guy that they're taking, you know, a lot of scrap from uh, his own players. Um, but then, you know, this this uh, practice to see, you know, the Rams coming out, everything, you know, all the talk in the media about AB, I think he handled the whole situation quite well. Mm. Uh, a lot of props you can You can tell he's a, a seasoned coach, Uh, from how he's handling everything. I think as well, everything's very calculated, you know, in terms of what he says in front of the camera um, and how he uh, talks to the team about it. So that's really good to see. Uh, Whether or not Gruden will go on to have a good season this year, we'll see. I mean, you know, overall, we've got to talk about the elf in the room. Getting rid of uh, Khalil Mack to the Bears. As a Bears fan, thank you so much, Gruden. You're on my Christmas card list. That's brilliant stuff. Um, But, you know, kind of susceptible decision-making. And he's got to turn things around fast, right? Um, Whether or not he can do it with this team, not entirely sure about that. Nobody really stands out apart from, I will say, AB uh, Mm. in that locker room. So, um, yeah, championship winning or not, We'll see. Character-wise,
0: though, he's won me over. Mm, definitely. And as we going back to characters, I think we definitely have to move on to Jonathan Abram, who I thought he calmed down quite a lot in his uh, in the episode. And when you even saw him when you were talking Charles Woodson, one of the best uh, safeties I've seen for a long time. And I really wasn't kind of impressed by Abram, like especially when the pads came on and they were playing the game. Mm. From what they showed, and when I actually watched the game, he didn't disappoint. Eh? he really put a good step forward, and I think he. He's he's a very he was one of the best picks this draft, definitely.
1: Yeah, I, I I think you can tell he's the type of guy, especially in that position, that would put his life on the line
0: mm. in
1: in a game. And as as hard as that sounds, I think that's what's needed to play in the NFL, especially at strong safety.
0: Exactly. Uh, he
1: went into the tackles full force every single time. Great to see. I know there was there was glimpses in the huddle when he was trying to take lead, uh, and you know try and speak he was he was in the back of the huddle I don't think people really listened to him I think um he he I I agree there was definitely improvement I bet people have talked to him and he saw it and he realized okay he needs to toe down a bit but um he is in my opinion still speaking a bit much considering what he hasn't accomplished yet if he goes out there next year and be one of the best strong safeties in the league puts up good tackling numbers whatnot brilliant be a leader But for now, I think he still needs to understand that his position is as a rookie and just lead by example is what I'd say to this guy right now. Um, You know, I I think he's in danger of saying the wrong thing still. uh, He'll improve next episode. We will see. Hopefully that's the case. But, you know, he's still quite a dangerous uh, presence, I think, in a locker room Mm. in terms of his mouth going off.
0: Definitely, and we haven't seen anything when it starts going wrong. So that's really where we'll see Mm. this thing. And, I mean, they did win, so we haven't seen that part. But there's still quite a few games in preseason. So only really time will tell. And, uh, I mean, who do you think is going to actually make it to that final uh, 55 out of the rookies that we saw, the three uh, rookies we saw today?
1: So uh, what three rookies are we talking about? Rayfield, Abram, Crosby. Um, yeah. And okay. Right. I, I think Keelan Doss has a big chance to make the roster mm. based off a B probably I'd say it's a 50, 50 chance that he's not going to come back to the Raiders. I think it's very likely that he might retire, um, or he might get released. Uh, we'll see. Uh by the fact that, you know, things aren't looking promising in that camp of him even turning up, Um, whether or not the Raiders are willing to have the uh, character to sit AB out for not turning out to training camp, like uh, the Steelers did in the last game when AB didn't turn up to that last training session. We'll see, considering the amount of money they've invested as well. But um, I think Keelan definitely has a spot in the roster uh, on the 55 man I'd love to see that on the practice squads probably equally as likely. Um, the defensive end as well the guy that broke his hand sir I don't know his name specifically. Mm. I think he's showing a lot of a lot of character um, but whether or not I think he has a chance of making the 55 man roster, especially after breaking his hands because the sad thing is even though he might have the right attitude and work ethic, if he's got a broken hand going straight into it, and they've got about eighty-nine guys and they've got to cut down to fifty-five. You know, an injury like that can make the difference whether or not you make it. Um, I, I really hope he does because he seems like a great guy on the surface and from what we've seen of him. But I think the likelihood of him making the roster is slimmer than Abraham. Mm. Um, and what's the final? What's the final uh, rookie you were talking uh, about? Renfro. Yeah, I mean, I don't really have an opinion on Renfro to be honest. I mean, as as far as you know, the, how the other two showed themselves, I, I I don't really have a comment. So I'll actually ask you about that. What do you think his chances are?
0: I mean, they don't really have any other really good slot receiver, so I think he's kind of he doesn't really have a choice. I mean, they brought him in to be the the like number one slot man because no one else on that team can actually do it. So I think <clears> he's pretty safe. I think, and he seems. He seemed kind of quiet. He seemed to get along with Derek Carr, like their conversation about the about marriage. So <laughs> I think there's good there's good chance, but he didn't really like as a as a teammate. Didn't really seem like much to me. He seemed like mm, just another average Joe, just like relaxed, not someone who really uh, is going to push the team uh, way further. Yeah,
1: yeah, it's a temporary solution kind of thing. Mm-hmm. I mean, I don't think he went out there and seriously wowed anyone. Uh, In his preseason game, there's not many notable situations against the Rams. Um, And at the end of the day, let's be honest, it's still up against third, second string. I know, know obviously, that's the only time they get to compete in a preseason. But whether or not he can do it in the actual league is another story. I mean, we've seen enough preseason stories. Uh, Most notably, I think we can even go back, all the way back, I know we're from Europe, so we've got to mention a rugby star. Do you remember oh, Jared Hayne, the of
0: 49ers? Of course I do, man. Of course I do. Yeah, whole oh.
1: preseason, you know, story much bigger than any of these guys in terms of what he achieved. Comes in first game, drops, drops punt. You know, he he <laughs> he didn't recover after that. Um, it's a completely different game, but yeah, in terms of the options the the Raiders have, as you said again. They're quite limited, especially mm. in those uh, positions. So uh, we'll see whether he makes the roster or not. It's it's equally as likely that if he was on another team, I'm not so sure he would cut it.
0: Yeah, agreed. And uh, last question, Tristan yes or no answer? Who's going to be the starting quarterback when the season starts? Peterman, <laughs> Carr, or Glennon?
1: Glennon is extremely streaky. I think we all agree that even going back to his Chicago days when he started, he has a tendency to start off extremely solid and then he just it just all gets away from him. I don't know mm. what it is. Um, he seems to just get a foot off the pedal and, yeah, it's, it doesn't look too great. Nathan Peterman, um, I know it's, it's meant to be a joke, but I do say for that guy, I really root for him. He undeniably has talent. Look at his college tape. He's a very talented guy. He lost a lot of confidence in Buffalo. Um, You know, he he made the wrong reads. And, you know, talent or not, you know, it's about the mind at quarterback. Even look at Brady. You know, uh, he has a lot of talent, don't get me wrong, but he does not have the arm strength, for example, he used to. Yeah, he makes the right reads. He makes the right plays. Uh, Same situation with Peterman. Is he going to make those right plays? We'll see. I think Rudin believes in him and sees the potential. But whether you can bounce back from a season like that, I don't know. But I think, yeah, Carr is the starting quarterback without a doubt. Uh, whether or not he will replicate, was it a 2016 season where he went, he had a really good performance again with the Raiders and unfortunately got injured in the in the playoffs so he couldn't mm. play then. Uh, whether or not I replicate that, we'll see. Does he have the tools to do that if AB isn't there? Who knows? I mean, Gruden even said himself that he designed a lot of plays based around AB. Is it going to be a massive shot for the offense of the organization if they don't have AB? Is it going to make them change their playbook so drastically? You know, coming to the you know end of the preseason, that car doesn't really have a good chance to have a breakout season like he used to because it's just not organized. Hmm. We'll see. Um, I-, I honestly wish the best. I think it's a really nice group of guys but um you know compared to other hard knocks teams i will say again the raiders haven't completely convinced me as a whole in terms of their overall work ethic and how dominant they look as a collective group
0: mm, completely agree and i think uh, it's going to be interesting these coming episodes will tell but as the and as we Thankfully, we were left on a cliffhanger as uh, to close this, the show off, as we did see those five seconds of uh, of Antonio Brown arriving in Napa. So Fingers crossed mm-hmm. we'll see him in the next week and he'll actually be participating. I'm very intrigued to see what it'll be like with him there. But uh, all I can say is, the, and thank you for listening. I hope you enjoyed it. If you enjoyed it, please leave us a five-star rating on Apple Podcasts and uh, share, share us with all your friends. If you would like to stay up to date with us, you can follow us on Instagram at endgamesport. And if you'd like to see more content, you can go to our website, www.databasemedia.com. And once again, thank you, Tristan, for joining us. And uh, we'll see you all next time.